going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, episode number 223, where tonight we're talking about Boss Level, a Hulu exclusive, and Bad Trip, an exclusive from Netflix. And it's also a night of the Oscars. And we're going to finish off Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's a Captain big night. Falcon? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sorry. I was playing Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, I was thinking about Super Smash Brothers. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And today's a big day. It is the Super Bowl of movies for the year. My name is Grayson Maxwell, one of your hosts. I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Are we excited for the Oscars? Yeah. This is my first time witnessing the Oscars. I am very ready for movies. Boy, that... you're going to be disappointed. I can't wait. I am very ready for movies uh, g- movies winning over other movies that probably should win. So I'm very ready for that. But that's okay. Uh, kind of happens every year. Literally every year I've seen the Oscars, I've been upset. Not one year was I not upset. Because they don't consult Grayson before they no, pick No, they, the they don't consult me. Shit. Actually, no. You know what's a, a great memory from the Oscars is that one year that they um, – the star is born. We, we found out Whoopi Goldberg has a giant tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the year. The year that they announced the Good best moment. picture um, as, as Green Book. And Roger and I both looked at each other and we're like, oh, that's actually a good choice. Yeah, we both looked at each other like, we're not disappointed with that one. Not at I all. Mean, it was a fine movie. Yeah, it was a fine movie. It was a fine but movie. it wasn't A Star is Born. No, and that's – but I mean, in my opinion, last year nothing was 1917. I mean, you want to talk about achievements in film, shit. I mean, uh, that was pretty good. Palm Springs ain't going to win this year either. So, <laughs> no. Palm Springs is not. We have we have we talked about another movie kind of like Palm Springs tonight, though. Kind of like it. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Very kind of. All right. All right. Way more murder. Way more. <laughs> I don't know. Way more murder. There's a lot of murder and there's a lot of death. Yeah. Way more car. Way, way way more carjackings. Way more murderings. Way more quantum tunnels physics. Yeah, way more of those things. No, Palm Springs has more quantum tunnels. I agree with okay, you. Okay, fair. All right. This is episode 223 of 4, The Love of Cinema, a podcast about films. Oh, sorry. A podcast about movies, film, and cinema. I screwed that up, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean. Screw up our own tagline. New York Times. Great start to our own show. <laughs> which then distributed to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, curtain up, coming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and the movies of the week. Let's take a look at Box Office Mojo. What do you guys think took Numero Uno this week? Tell me the number. Just tell me the number. 22.5 is the number. What do you, what do you think the, the movie is? Mortal Kombat. It's got to be. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Hulu exclusive. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, 22.5 million domestic, which brings us worldwide total. I'm very happy to say this. 50.1 million. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. That's not that's not terrible for it's a movie. That also King released. Kong numbers, but it's yeah. respectable for a video game movie. I think it's very respectable. Also rated for, R. Yes. Well, also available on a streaming service. Well, so, so is Godzilla. Yeah. So is Godzilla. That's well, that. true, but I mean, Same video game movie streaming service actually. Yeah. But I mean, uh, for a video game movie, that number, which also is rated R, also available on a streaming service, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, number two, you you guys want to take a wild? Just take a wild guess. No. Demon Slayer the movie. Yes. Moving oh, train. Okay. Yeah, okay. it did make it. How much money did it make? 19.5 million domestic total. Wow. Worldwide. Are you ready for this number? 407 million. Oh yeah. I'm not surprised by that. That's right. crazy. What is this? 
I'm actually hoping it's to an see anime that. movie that me and Chris were actually talking about this afternoon. Yeah, I'm actually nice. hoping to see it next weekend. It's good. It, it, I'm I'm surprised it made that much money domestic, but I'm all for it. It's um, well, it's it, it's broken it's, down the grosses. I think it's only been domestic for one week, but the international is 388 million, which is 95.2 percent of the total take. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it's got to be international huge for a while. Is it really huge? Asian market, yeah, yeah, the Asian market is going to be huge for that. I mean, where, where are you going to where are you going to see that? Is it coming to a, a local theater? It's actually at uh, our local AMC right now, and I actually oh, nice. I called them today to to see if they had an idea if they'd have it next weekend. I bet you it's doing pretty good numbers though too. Well, uh, well in our area, maybe like, you'd be let, you'd let, be surprised when when that what was that movie that that Dragon Ball movie, Roger? Dragon what year? Ball. Yeah. Yeah, that movie did very well like, for itself. When I saw that in the theater, I was like, there are a lot of people here. Yeah. And I was like, you guys are nerds like me. <laughs> yes. Nerds. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a good, that was a very decent turnout for that movie. Number three, Godzilla vs. Kong, 4.2 million domestic, worldwide to 406. So that's not going to hit the 500 mark, but still very respectable. Nobody. Number four, just under two million abroad in this week, bringing us worldwide to thirty-eight point one. That's running out of steam. Raya and the Last Dragon, one point seven million, bringing us worldwide total all right to over one hundred million, one hundred and eleven point nine million. So one hundred twelve million. That's very respectable. Sure. Also, so there's your box office. Nothing. I bet you we're going to get huge changes coming out because there's lots of stuff coming out. Well, nothing comes out this week, right? No, Mortal Kombat did. Well, no, no. Yeah, but like, but I mean, like now. Friday. We're gonna get right. We're, you say funny you say that because we are gonna get right into that. Was, let's let's check out what's coming. The out. The only thing I know coming is two weeks is Wrath of Man. Yeah, Wrath of Man. All right, Mortal Kombat came in uh, April thirtieth, which is this coming Friday. Friday is uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. That's a Netflix movie, though. That's not. Um, Limbo, Cliff Walkers, Berlin, Alexander Platz. I don't know theaters. Yeah, Percy versus Goliath. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World re-release in theaters. I don't. That could. I that could do some. I could just watch my special edition DVD. There you go. Um, oh, also this week is uh, Tom Clancy without remorse. With uh, isn't that Michael B. Jordan? Oh yes, good. Yes. Yeah, good. we should definitely check that one out very soon. Murder. <laughs> Lots oh, right. of murder. Here's the first two weeks in May. Here today. The Human Factor, Wrath of Man, all in theaters on May 7th, May 14th. Spiral from the Book of Saw, Those Who Wish Me Dead, and The Woman in the Window. Woman in the Window is Netflix, Those Who Wish Me Dead in theaters and HBO. It's important to note. And then we after that is Army of the Dead, which is theatrical and Netflix. Wait, Those Who Wish Me Dead is an HBO movie? Those Who Wish Me Dead is theaters and HBO Max release. I did yes. not know that. It is another. HBO's having a, a good, strong quarter. I mean, yeah, it's Warner Brothers, it. so... Yeah, they must yeah. be having a okay time of it because they're doing okay for themselves right now. All right, let's take a look at what's streaming. We're taking a look at Hulu today, and the theme of the day is Oscars, so Palm obviously Springs. Palm Springs. Yes, always when we talk about Hulu, we talk about Palm Springs, but we talk about that one to death. Parasite by director Bong Joon-ho, which is last year's Best Picture winner, 2019. Check that one out. Nomadland, also out this year by director Chloe Zhao, David Strathorn, Francis McDormand. 1917 by director Sam Mendes, Dean Charles Chapman, George McKinney, Colin Firth, Mark Strong, Benedict Cumberbatch, also available. And The Last Full Measure, a movie that I don't think quite got its due, but that's a damn good movie. Yeah, we liked that movie. We did indeed. Director Todd Robinson, Sebastian Stan, Allison Sudol, Bradley Whitford. (laughs) 
Eric Jacobs OP. Eric Whitford. William Hurt, Christopher Plummer, Samuel L. Jackson, Amy Madigan, Peter Fonda, Ed Harris. Listen to that cast. If you haven't seen it, it is right now available for free on Hulu if you have it, uh, which a lot of people do. So check that one out. That's a hell of a cast, hell of a movie. Let's talk about some trailers. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Operation Rainfall. What in the world are these movies we're talking about today? Okay, so this looks like an alien movie that somehow Ken Jeong is in that somebody made on iMovie. That's <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing is we're going to start to because of what's happened in the, the market recently, like the what's pandemic, the global pandemic. I don't know if you heard about the global oh. pandemic. But I feel like we're going to get a ton of these movies that uh, were, were made because there was available things available to make. And it's just there's going to be a dearth of these like somebody uh, had to spare 150 bucks to shell out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the movie costs more than 150 bucks. I'm actually very positive it costs more. I only than that. think that, but I've seen the trailer. I'm talking okay. maybe 165. This this looks like a really bad Independence Day. American. This this looks like a, a B movie Independence Day, like a, a, a B movie of a B movie Independence Day. So, so like uh, this is the bad movie they show clips of in the movie they're watching, <laughs> the movie they're filming. Well, it's just strange to me. Ken Jeong is in it, and you and you hear his. Uh, you hear his voice pretty prominently just, uh, featured in the, in the beginning of the trailer. Oh, he's pretty, the only person in this movie that has any recognition. Yeah, which I find very... I mean, Dan Ewing, maybe. He's been in a few no. things, but nothing. I don't know who Dan Ewing is. Uh, yeah, no one else. I mean. movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, but, I mean, I'm not looking for great things from that one. I mean, he's been in some big things, Dan Ewing, but nothing... Not, not like the star of anything, but... Uh, I mean, here's the IMDb description, if you are... Two years after aliens landed on Earth, survivors survivors from Sydney, Australia, Sydney, Australia, fighting a desperate in a desperate war, as a number of casualties continue to grow. Mm. Does that sound like something that ever gets a theatrical release? No, correct. And after seeing the trailer, I understand why. <laughs> I mean, the movie would be fun. I it's got like a if you're just having people over at a party and you're throwing no. something in the background. Maybe. Nope, that's Palm Springs on Hulu. Palm Springs is the movie you have to watch to appreciate. No, you Operation don't. Operation Rainfall is not one you have to watch to appreciate. Palm Springs is hilarious in small segmented chunks. It can be, but overall is. themes, you'd, you'd, uh, you'd miss something. Nope. All right, let's talk about, for one second, The Waterman, which actually kind of intrigued a little bit. And I'll tell you why. Is, well, well, out of this the one three is- trailers that we watched today, the only one I didn't hate. How about that? <laughs> That's true. But this one I think has been in the can for some time only because the little boy who um, – Lonnie Chavis, um, the little boy who's in this, he's in This Is Us. And he's been old – like he's been older and this is – I mean he's been grown for quite some time. And this is like first or second season This Is Us. So this has been in the can for some time I think. Or at least they were – I mean it's got to be a couple of years. Interesting. Yeah, but he just looks younger. I mean, he is not that young. He does not look that young at all in This Is Us. So, I mean, several years removed. So, I mean, it's got to be somewhat holding the can. But, Chris, what what do you think of this since you um you, you like this kind of stuff? Anytime, Chris. Oh, I'm just thinking, like, not much different than what than what was already said. It, it's, I don't know. You know, like, you know who made this, though? David o- o- Oyelo made this. Now, you, you know me better than that. I have no idea what that means. David, he's been in several things we've talked about recently, even. I, nope. I um, tell me one. 
Oh well, uh, well, we we didn't talk about it. Un- Kingdom United, a uh, United Kingdom. The, the country. Uh, oh, he's in United Kingdom. It's in the, what's the movie's called. Him and uh, God, what's her name? She was just in that movie with she stole people old people identities and sold their stuff. Her. Um, I've, I'm terrible with names. These Can days. you name the four provinces that make up the United Kingdoms? I can't. Okay, just but he was in Chaos Walking. He was in the Midnight Sky. He's working a job where I had to know that. Mm. Really fun, fun Chris facts. Huh? <laughs> he was in Gringo, Wrinkle in Time, uh, The Cloverfield Paradox. That movie stinks. He's been he's been in a couple of things. Did, did we? Did you like any of the Cloverfield movies? I like the first one. Oh, the first yeah. one. Because Rosamund Pike. Actually, I don't mind the one where they're in the like the tank thing or like underground. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, with John Goodman. John Goodman. And, um, yeah. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth okay. Winstead. So, I don't. I like that one not as much as. The so first I have one. a story about the first one. So I saw the first one in theaters way, way back, and um, I went with my with my wife, and that was the first time that either of us have seen a found footage movie together. Okay. And a found footage movie. Period. She got so sick in the theater that she couldn't watch Shaky it. Shaky cam. She could not do it. It happens to people. I, for I, real. I, I didn't know that, and then and the, I I was a little disoriented by it, but man, she could not watch that movie. So to this day, we have never watched another found footage movie. Really? Nope. They don't have a whole lot of those anymore, especially now with found footage is usually 4K digital oh, <laughs> found yeah. footage cell phone video. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah, little little fun fact for the day. Mm, more Chris facts. Yeah. If you're interested. All right, so back to the Waterman. I don't know what this movie's supposed to be. I about. mean, it it could be interesting. The trailer is very ambiguous, but it could be, you know. You know, I mean, you know what I get from it? Remember the Bridge of Terabithia movie? Or yes, the I do. Bridge yeah. to Terabithia book. Yeah, I definitely get that vibe from this. So, I mean, the main thing I get from this is that the movie, the movie from the trailer, seems like it's it's a few different kinds of movies, and it doesn't know which one it wants to be. Well, it's it's a weird thing is it's a. You know, kind of a Mothman type movie, but like it's at the at the center of this, at the center of the of the people hunting for this beast is a kid. So, how much of a horror movie can it really be? It's not a horror movie. It's rated PG. Well, that's my point, though. It's not where the trailer I think kind of portrays it in what it's not. You're looking for Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> the search for Hagrid. Okay, fair right. enough. I got you. Um, I, I'm intrigued enough to probably watch that when it hits streaming service soon. I imagine it'll be a streaming service before the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about endangered species. Mm-hmm. Comes out May 28, 2021. Mm, not soon enough. Endangered species is an intense action packed survival adventure about a wealthy American family who traveled to the vast African wilderness of Kenya Hoping for a dream filled with the vacation. Who's this star, Grayson? Uh, what? I mean, why do you go immediately to that? Re- Re- Rebecca Rosham. I have jokes ready to go. That's why. <laughs> Gia- Jerry O'Connell, Rebecca Rosham. Romaine Stamos. Yeah, well, oh, she's oh, only Romaine now. It's Romaine. Like, like the oh, yes. yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Crunchy. Who else is in there? That's just those two. No, there's somebody else. You're welcome to step in. Nope, never mind. I'll just consider my joke now. Opportunity's been missed. <laughs> what the in, the, in the trailer, they name off three people. Yeah. They, they, they name off three people, yeah. They, they name off Rebecca Romaine, Jerry O'Connell, and the other guy. What was it? Philip uh, Christensen? Yeah. Philip, yeah. The Philip Winchester? Winchester. Yeah, no, that was it. No, and I went, I looked at Chris, I go, who the hell is Philip Winchester? 
<laughs> is this supposed to be impressive? <laughs> Who's this David guy? Big and bold. You know what? I was wondering who you're talking about. And I, so I clicked on him. The the movie I remember him from is um is Flyboys from 2005. It wasn't even a hit in 2005. That movie lost tons of money. Uh, not that it's just characters. I uh, think subject matter was a little slow for most people. That's funny. Um, I don't know what to think about endangered species only because so here the trailer. So they go to Africa. Um, they kind of get marooned on the, on a safari and then they're saved by Jerry O'Connell and company, Jerry O'Connell and company who turn out to be poachers. And then they kind of hunt them when they're trying to escape. So not only are they being hunted by animals and you see a cheetah pounce on someone, I'm sorry, if a cheetah pounce on someone, they're dead. It wasn't a cheetah. That was a lion. Whatever it was, no, it was fine. definitely a cheetah. Was it? Yeah. It looked like a lion. There's definitely a cheetah. Right. No, it was definitely a cheetah, but a cheetah gets on you with the intent to kill well, you. Well, listen, when that, when that rhino come peeking up through the, the hedge or the wood, uh, like the savanna edge there, didn't look that well done. So no, yeah, I can no. see where you may have confused <laughs> me, the cheetah for a lion. <laughs> yes, me, and you both, I'm me, and chuckle, me and you both chuckle when the, when the rhino showed up. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, more of a... Yeah. <laughs> I will watch them as like a. I just will. I'll try it. I've been doing this thing where like I'll turn a movie on that I don't know what it is because I mean, all the streaming servers have all kinds of movies I've never heard of now. But I, if, if, I give it twenty minutes. If twenty minutes doesn't catch me, I'm. I just. I'm done. I flip it away. Happened this week, uh, once, and, that, and that, that's it. It was a movie on Hulu. I can't remember anything about it because it just didn't catch me. Oh, first Oscar of the night. What's up? What? So their first Oscar was announced. Oh, oh, yes! If you, we are recording much later than usual, but we will jump into the Oscars post haste. All right, let's talk about some movies, gentlemen. Actually, let's get Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, Chris, you had four episodes to catch up on. Yes, this is true, and we have reached the season finale. Yeah, yeah, I have. Sorry, so, I, was, okay. I, I was confirming the cheetah. It was a cheetah. It was a, it was a cheetah. <laughs> Was it cheetah? I told you it was a cheetah. No, no, it's good. It's good. All right. Falcon and Winter Soldier switching gears a little bit. I think this show was as good as any show Marvel's ever going to make. I don't know if you could say as good as they'll ever make since it's like the third big production. I, but I mean, the emotional crux of this movie hinges on Sebastian Stan. Or the, sorry, the show. Um, Why I, Sebastian I, Stan? I know it's you know Sam and his family, but... No, okay, okay. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Of all of the several story threads that we go through, which story thread are you most intrigued by? Sam being Black Captain America, yeah, the most you important. See, threat. That's what I was. That's I'm surprised they did that in we, this and not one of the actual films coming up. We, well, it's, it, uh, well, it's his segue. So when he has yeah. the shield, it's not a surprise yep. for people. I mean, wings and shield, badass. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for Sam being Captain America. I just I want absolution for Bucky, and now he has it, and I'm super excited about. It. I told you it's all going to come down to that him apologizing to that lat. That was going to be the last guy he has to apologize to. We we all saw that Nobody coming. That wasn't. Him. That's not some like hidden. <laughs> thing. Nobody was shocked. It was in the first episode. <laughs> That, that's I mean, I still don't think that woman that he went on a date with actually believed him when he's like, I'm 104 years old. <laughs> no, she bought that. She was into it. Yeah. No, I yeah. Don't mean, she was in the end. I mean, it's, I think, okay, so just jumping around a little bit, when he's looking in the window at the at the dude and 
at the the old guy and the girl, and she like acknowledges him by taking a shot. What did that tell you guys? I mean, they've moved on. Mm-hmm. Life has moved forward. That's what I got from it too. But in order to move on, she has to also believe him. She doesn't have to have anything to do with it. It's the yeah. old man that matters. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, well, with with that being said, do you think, at least in your mind, what we've given with the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, that he is redeemed? He's found absolution for his deeds. I don't know if he's redeemed, but for, he's... for that particular deed, yeah. Well, his whole book was clear. Yeah, every every well, name yeah. he wrote down was clear. Yeah. So in his mind, he's done with that part of his life. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, give us a recap of what you thought of the <clears throat> the two episodes prior to the two episodes for this week. The two episodes prior to this, for this week? That's a lot. To, I watched them all. It, it, it was one big blur for me. Well, those are, those are going to be the, 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 the two Zemo episodes where he's yep. acting in the background. Where he dances. Did you see Marvel release oh, the, God. the YouTube video? Yeah, of him the it's an hour-long hour loop <laughs> of him just dancing in the club. Hilarious. I mean, that, that by far was the best part of the entire series. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Actually, like, speaking of speaking of Marvel, you know what I've discovered is the um the the, the videos where Spider Man is like in all these iconic movies. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tobey Maguire is having that weird look on his face where he's angry, and he's like in all these like he's in the Star Wars, he's in several different. I just I think those are pretty hilarious myself. But well, um, listen. So if we've learned anything with Disney is that they are okay with with turning their shows into meme generators. Yeah, yeah of course they are. Yeah. One bit. Yep. It's well, just, I mean, if you free publicity. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say memes. If nothing else, are you know a constant reminder of, of whatever is the, the subject of the meme. Yep. No, it's it, it's a good it's a good ploy on their part to be honest. So I'm all for them doing stuff like that. But no, I saw that same video and I was like, all right, good on good on you, Marvel, for having a sense of humor on it. I can't I wait to see Zemo again. Yeah. I mean, no. he's he's definitely going to be a major player here uh, in well, the upcoming stories. I, I don't. I don't understand. I, I don't know what to recap. But like I said, I watched it all back to back to back. So if you want me to go through it all, it, it, it's so he's talking well, about I mean, the Madripoor episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what he wants you to talk about. I guess, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I just wanted to get your reaction to them. Well, uh, Roger and I talked about it last week, so I just wanted to get a quick thirty second, you know, reaction to it. I to be honest, I'm blanking. So I I would just move into you know the full discussion. Well, let's okay as a full discussion of so this we're gonna open the floor for a few minutes to a discussion of. Uh, as an entirety, six episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, the full six? Yeah, why not? Okay, all right. Well, so, okay, fine. I'll, I'll bring up my first only problem. Well, first and my only real problem with this. Does anybody care about the Red Hand or Red Fist or whatever? The the organization that no. they the whole time? No. So, like, the, the Flag Smashers? Yeah, yeah, well, like, they're, like they have that the Red Hand or Fist thing going on, too. But it's like, yeah. But that's I, like the old CSI logo back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the villain in Wanda in WandaVision more than I like 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 these guys. Like it feels like such a shoehorn well, plot driver. I think there's a reason for that. Because in um WandaVision there was a clearly defined villain where in this movie there's ideals are the problem. Yeah. Well, and, the whole thing is it's it's very morally ambiguous. Which yes, of and course it's supposed to be that way. It's like yeah, that's Sam's whole big speech in front of the senator and the cameras explain yeah. that. You know, he lays it out. Listen, what they're doing isn't right, but it's not entirely their fault. You know, when you leave it open, like listen, I understand why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. I get it. Can't yeah. kill people though. I get that. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's that's what he tells these people. Yeah. And because of that, that will also endear him to a lot of other people. Because Sam's going to have some real problems. Yeah. Because uh, again, 
the entire what final five episodes of this focused on uh you know him being a black man being captain america mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of people have a problem with that period which, so which I, I don't know like i think you said it earlier today at work you know it was like that's didn't expect it to go quite there but yeah good so what we were talking, well hold on i got it what we were talking about was so if like there's a this is not exactly how sam became captain america in the comic book no. series okay but sam has been captain america with wings for a while so it's not exactly new to most of those people that know that um the problems are still the same mostly hinging on sam is black yeah um but for marvel to go full on into it with the climate that our country is right now is incredible yeah um I thought that was a very bold because I mean almost in every in every episode there is a there's one or two lines that sticks out Certainly. incredibly political and I don't have anything yeah. wrong with that. I don't Well have- that's the thing. Like they they didn't slow down. No. And I think that means a lot going forward that's going to really push it and like farther along the line. It's like well, and it's also a really it's a really positive story. Yes. The, the, absolutely. The whole, this the is whole a success situation. story. Yeah. An incredible success story, and it it, it it does feel it does feel good while you're watching too. To like, because like you can't help but root for you know root for Sam. You can't help but root for you know for Bucky and all of what you're seeing, and even even like the small side stories like Bucky's redemption, and then what's going on with Sam and his you family. Know, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little confused about regular <laughs> regular people being able to work the, use the shield. I'm a little confused about that. The shield is not magic. What do you mean by use the shield? Just okay. throw it around. Well, I mean, okay. Well, they, they catch it every time. With, as long as it hits it. No, Sam does it. not catch no, it all I, every I, time. Okay, I mean, he had that whole training montage where he had it bounce. I know. I, I'm, I'm aware. But when he got his hands on it, he caught it. Just sometimes he didn't get his hands on it. But I'm talking about if it came near him and he stuck his arm out, it just did this weird little, like, I just super think- light, super durable. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. I mean, I just, I just, I always thought that was able to do that because Chris Evans was enhanced as Captain America. I didn't know sure. that anyone could just do that. That are was you talking about? Thing. Are you talking about his ability to catch it and aim it, or are you talking about when it comes back to him? I'm talking about his ability to throw it, aim it, all of that stuff. I thought that was a exclusive to Captain America type deal. Well, it's not exclusive to Captain America because Bucky does it too at some points. Um, but Bucky's <laughs> also the an, first time we yeah. ever met Bucky, he caught it. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> but Bucky's also an enhanced super I know. soldier. As I well. know, but but yeah, and then also, and I know John Walker is too, but he's also able to do but it. But he wasn't. It's true, <laughs> and he would still do. He could still yeah. do it. See, and, I have so many problems with Walker ending up the way he does, and Sharon ending. I have up no problem. I have no problem with John Walker. I was going to ask though, like like if. <sighs> Isn't John Walker's story in this such a weird character arc, though? It's not even a character arc. It's like a it's, character loop. It's okay, the okay, most so. open, or it's the most potential of any of the characters. Yeah. Besides so, okay, Sharon. Okay, so the, the, the character that comes in, and pretty much just, she's kind of like a, like a shadow agent of the government. Kind of does <laughs> Julia Weedrivers? Yeah, yeah. So Bow. She, she pretty much absolves him. Of whatever crimes and then gives him more power which is fine because he ends up you know coming coming to help save the day in the end but i mean he's that, see this show what, what i love most about the falcon Winter soldiers it's every episode had some extremely powerful imagery in it and sure. I, I i'm a huge fan of that like for instance when uh and i think it might have been episode five when they're fighting in the which which picks up just after walker as captain america has caught and smashed in the neck 
of someone with the Captain America shield all over the news now. They, they catch him in that warehouse. There's that one golden beam of light coming in. And just there's so many great images in that, that they want you to take away from that. And even with there's so much with the shield is it's usually all around the shield. Um, yeah. But that's well, the, the, the shield is the symbol. They say that in like the first couple episodes. Well, and they really drive it home with Isaiah well, yeah. and, you know, what it, what they what what it means to be wearing the wearing and, and sporting those colors into who's wearing it. I mean, that's what oh, yeah. it's a big deal. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your flow. I just I wanted to get that. No, out. you're fine. No, no, no. It, uh, I think it all it all is important for the entirety of what Marvel told. Were we surprised that it was only six episodes? Um, I wasn't surprised after almost every one of them was at least fifty minutes long. Okay, yeah. I was not surprised because I think we still got about the same amount of runtime as WandaVision. Ends up about four and a half hours total. How many episodes uh, did Wanda uh, ten or eight? It was nine. Nine, nine. nine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, nine. you got the same one time. Because just remember, like, the first three were, like, 24 yeah. minutes, 27 minutes, and then it was, like, 61 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, Loki, Loki's right around the corner, though, for. I cannot wait for Loki. Six I, weeks. I'm, one, I'm a huge Loki fan to begin with, and I'm really excited to see what they do. See, with I'm not. Team. I'm just, I'll be honest. I'm not. Loki excited for loki i just don't like the, the i don't like time stuff because it just it allows for cop-outs and all you're gonna have a real problem yeah, with what's well, coming well, forward we already said this tim i had a discussion about somebody about why i think wandavision is just it's not as good as falcon and winter soldier seeing the end product but it is still very good it's because Listen, magic and time travel they're not going anywhere mm-hmm. be fully prepared to embrace that if no, you want I, to continue to watch Marvel. That's, and, and, and I'm fine with that. I just I, – I, what I don't want is easy cop-outs. That's what no, I that, that's okay. But listen, there are rules for time travel, and you're going to figure some of them out. Yeah. They're like So the, the whole idea of what they're doing with this – one, I like time travel stuff. I, I don't like – I like certain – I guess I should say I like certain styles of time travel or at least like things to do with like, like the flow of time and time magic and all that kind of stuff that you see in some fantasy settings. I like what they're doing, and I like the idea of of Loki working with whatever this Owen Wilson agent character Time is. Time Variance Authority, the TVA. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I just I like the feel and the aesthetic that they're giving with with the trailer that we've seen, and I think it's going to do a lot of cool things for what they want to set up for what's coming next in the actual cinematic universe. Well, I'll, so I'll dumb it down a little bit farther than that. Listen. I will watch anything Tom Hiddleston's in. I don't care. True. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's fine. <laughs> I don't care if it's Loki or not. It's fine. I, the one, one thing that's one thing I love about. What do you like what, him not? Or what don't you like him as? Period. I don't think Dude's it. incredible. I don't think yeah, no. That's one thing. But Marvel is so good you at. Gotta watch some British stuff. Marvel has a list talent. Like all the. I mean, oh, yeah. there's nothing against Marvel. They just talent keep getting right. more. You know? Yeah, and like <laughs> everyone they choose for the for the, for the roles. Like I have, I never have a problem with any kind of performance. Oh my god! Like, you know what we didn't talk about? We watched these shitty trailers. We didn't talk about the Shang Chi trailer. Oh, the actual true. Marvel yeah. trailer. I hate you, Grayson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot about I hate that. You so much. Let's, let, let, let's talk about it right here then. What do you guys? Have, we're talking about Captain Falcon. We're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Damn it. Well, I mean, so we did get the Shang Chi trailer um, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like a Marvel movie. Yeah. So it looks so like. Well, listen, I, we're getting more magic though. Yeah, it's and, coming. And, and I like how Marvel's like working all this in. When, when now Shang Chi, that, that that's a movie coming out soon, right? Yes. Okay. So 
was that slated in the original phase four or is this something new that they No, this has been time? in the can this is ever I mean besides COVID pushing stuff back, yeah, yeah. this was already in the slate ready to roll. Okay, gotcha. That's it just... should be the movie after the Eternals. Okay. So because remember we're... everything's a year off battle. Well it's been Shang Chi is in is in kind of a bit of hot water right now for social media. I, I don't know exactly the whole story. I just I've seen a ton of different I, I bet you Marvel can, don't care. I, it's all gonna blow over. It, no, it, it, Marvel, Marvel doesn't I mean, insert a hand. How, how do you have Marvel movies make more money? Asian based superhero. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, insert, <laughs> insert hand wank motion here. No one cares about the, about, about, about the issue. I'm just saying, or Marvel doesn't care. I'm just saying like, Great. there is a ton of controversy behind that trailer right now. So I don't I'm know. I mean, I don't, I don't think Marvel cares a whole lot. I mean, if even a little bit, I think they laugh in their studio, but no, I don't think they're studio. I bet you they do all the time. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't give. They don't give. I bet you they look at the money falling from the sky and be like, "Oh, what will we do?" <laughs> oh my goodness! Because those same people that have a problem with it still watch it six times. Well, listen, the same people that have a problem with that still probably have a problem with uh, Sam being Captain America. So True. I don't care. Okay. Well, the, so, the Shang Chi trailer is pretty massive. Um, check that out. It's on our social media. It's um, a cool trailer. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's it, a very cool trailer. Neat. It made me immediately want like go research the character. I was like, well, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. What yeah. can he do? I need to learn new things. Yep. Need to expand. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy they're getting some kind of non like non American superhero. In well, America. I think so. Between Shang Chi and the Eternals, because the Eternal is going to be an international cast, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get like Marvel's Marvel's little group of superheroes is going to expand exponentially. Now, well, so, I mean, I, I, what I mean by that is, I mean, I know the argument is Chris Hemsworth is not, but you know what I mean? Like Hollywood. No, I, I yeah, know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I just want to be very clear about that. I mean, I mean, Hollywood doesn't, you know, it's, it's outside of the normal Hollywood casting and I'm, and I'm sure. super okay That's with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a, what I felt was an important question, but I forgot it. So I'll circle Good. back if I remember it. Um, so let's talk about Zemo for just a second. Okay. <laughs> Zima has a much bigger agenda. I'm excited to see what will happen with him in the long run. Um, so there'll be that. What was that? What was that? <laughs> we had a weird sound in the studio. Yeah, we did. That's okay. <laughs> no, I'm very happy for Zemo as well. That's well, he's one of the more interesting aspects of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, isn't that what you guys would say as well? Yeah, I think he's great. Um, I mean, his character, well, especially. I mean, well, he, he, there's so much mystery behind him. He That's has why done I love bad him. things, but much like John Walker, can be used for so much more stuff. Mm-hmm. Like John Walker, you know, Chris made a good point. Like his character went in a loop. You know, he was a guy, then he became Captain America, did a bad thing, became not Captain America, back to being a guy. Mm-hmm. Him being a guy is still can be very effective. Because yep. listen, he's super soldier now. Yeah. Well, he got that job in the first place by being a guy, and now yep. he's a guy with superpowers. Well, listen, I mean, obviously he shouldn't have executed that man. No, I mean, right? I think he was justified. Well, but listen, obviously he shouldn't have shouldn't have went down that way. However, most people, especially people that know, you know, like in our scenario, the audience, we understand why it happened. Right. Why he did. He lost his best friend, his best friend forever. And one of the biggest things was was him having to have his closing of his arc when he had to go talk to his family. Yeah. Okay? Like, that's a big deal. If you thought John Walker was a bad person, and maybe you like him, maybe you don't, a bad person doesn't do what he did. 
a bad person says he's gone, he's dead, and moves along. Yeah, he wouldn't apologize to his family because he let his best friend get killed. Well, I mean, the 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 scene when he's standing in front of the trial that that I thought was pretty impressive as well. Well, I, mean, I'll, I his, think his objections were extremely le- le- legitimate. I mean, sure, I mean, which which boils down to you you guys trained me to be a killer and protect the guy to my left. Well, the guy to my left died, and I was angry. You know what I mean? Like, well, how can you possibly not see the full situation? If he here? didn't carry the shield, what he did, no one would care about. Yeah, true. Exactly no one would have even thought it was a big deal. Listen, if Bucky had killed that guy, besides getting a little bit of blowback, no one cares. But Bucky ain't Captain America, bro. Mm-hmm. Captain America executed somebody live on video. <laughs> <laughs> In Smash his face in. That's a bad look. So, <laughs> like, follow, share, subscribe. Well, okay, well, <laughs> let's just before we wrap up the Falcon Winter Soldier. Are, are, are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys okay with how how it uh, wrapped up? As far as I, I, I'm not okay with. I don't know if you saw the after the credit scene. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with that at all. Like that really upsets me. Well, being the power broker, I'm okay with it. We well, what the, what the, why the hell? What the hell for? Everybody why not? It? I think it's cool. Yeah, they're not called that. Listen, one. she's also not necessarily a completely bad person. Mm-hmm. She's going to be about as gray as a character as you're ever going to find in Marvel. Mm-hmm. But she was Stop. okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. She was the one that really helped Cap two in the, yeah. in the control room. She was the one that really broke out of that. They all got guns to our heads and stranglehold. They they had everyone in. Yeah. So she's, she's also the one that stole the shield and why she got, you know, basically kicked out of the United States. So her I country thought... turned her back on her. So well, I understand her problems. And she made she turned her frown upside down. <laughs> <laughs> she That's made lemonade funny. out of she made lemonade out of the lemons. Yes, shape, she sure did. And I'm okay uh, with that too. I mean, okay. That's fair. I mean, I'm just Walker and her ended up in opposite zones of sector where I thought they were going to end up in as far as intent. I bet you they're not as far apart as you think. Um, Let me ask you a question here um, overall. Now, you did mention one thing that you didn't like. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that anybody didn't like that would really, from now that we know that everything is done, does anybody care about anything else you want to mention that you didn't like or whatever? Because I had some issues that most of them got cleared up by the end of the episode. Like, I loved how they closed Isaiah's yeah, uh, the Isaiah Bradley storyline. Like I thought that was incredible. Um, that was a wonder. No, that was a great moment for you yeah. know audience and and um, story alike. That was a great yeah. Moment. I think I think yeah. that's great. I'm glad that they did that. Obviously, Bucky's loops closed. Yep. Um, you know, the only thing that I'm that I didn't really we don't really get a full resolution is about Sam's sister. And yeah, then but they kind of just like we're we're to assume that everything's okay. Yeah, you know, Sam's Captain America, bro. Yeah, right. Everything's so, fine. His whole family's good now. Yeah. So on that, you know, like like, do you guys have like have like a favorite like moment from like from this six episode series? This basically, you know, this long movie. Actually, I do, and it's not it's not very impactful, but it's something I thought was same like thing, same thing. It, movie, was, so it was the first time they're all together. Sam, Bucky. Uh, what was it, off on a battle star <laughs> and um yeah john walker yeah when they're fighting on top of the semi yeah and bucky just randomly catches, catches the, shield the shield and just hands it to him yeah. like yeah here you go i'm letting you have this yes exactly <laughs> this could have been mine i could take it from you here's your shield back so i appreciate things like yeah. that so i uh, i really like the the whole scene i think it was episode five where they where they're all just they're on like they're on the boat they're doing the work. They're kicking, mm-hmm. you know. They're they're drinking the beers and just like just 
kind of hanging out. Like sure. that, that that felt like a really or like organic moment. Well, it it makes it more family. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that, it's they were cuz obviously the whole joke was like we're not partners, we're not partners. All right, maybe we're partners. Maybe we're, maybe, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's uh, we love that you know with the scene of like Bucky's talking to Sarah, but like he's got his arm stretched out and kids are like hanging off his arm trying to bring it down. I did like that too, yeah. where he's like, his... yeah. I like how he was like awkwardly flirting with Sam's sister. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> it was like, but but it brings a whole day around, like you know, like awkwardly flirting. Yeah, with hitting on your buddy's yeah. sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, I really appreciated like 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 that like that part of of the story. I don't know. It, it just, it felt good. Cause like you don't get stuff like that, that that's the thing you won't get in the Marvel movies just because they don't have enough time anymore for like that kind of stuff where they do these long, like these longer episodes, you know, like showrunners, they can kind of fit that stuff in and give a little bit more like, you know, like real feel to these characters that don't make them feel as super or like as fantastical. And I like that in these. Sure. Uh, I think my moment's gonna have to be in the warehouse. I talked about just after he kills, he smashes that face. He calls him the White in. Panther. No, <laughs> that was uh, called the other warehouse. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, when he when they finally finish taking on John Walker, and then he rips the shield off Walker, and then after Walker's defeated, when they snap his arm, which was yeah, when they pretty much break his arm, but he's already super soldier by that point. He's taken the serum, so that's not a big deal. But is when when Sam or when uh, Bucky. Like he has a shield and Sam's on the ground, kind of reeling from the from the you know ass beating he just took, and then he uh, Bucky just kind of like throws it at Sam, like here, here's your damn shield. Are you gonna take it now? I kind of enjoyed that because it was you know it was the Sam finally understanding that his role he's supposed to play. I mean it was a visual and literal cue. I'm just a big fan of that kind of stuff. Hmm. I like the passing of the torch, as it yeah. were. Where did where did um Walker get that second shield? That's the shield he had, I think, because it's the one that's all beat to shit. Yeah, well, I was gonna say uh, he probably mugged out some guy at Comic Con, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I assume that Sam's shield came straight from Wakanda, much like his wings. Well, yeah, well, and that was the thing when he calls in the. Uh, hold on, how you how how's Wakanda gonna nurse you back to health and and make you better, and then you're gonna call it a favor from Wakanda? That's not how that works, Bucky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, he helped out a lot of stuff in Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to help defend Wakanda from I, the alien invasion. We <laughs> sheltered him and helped him. And he's like, I got a favor to call in. That's not how that works, Bucky. That's not how that works at all. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about about Falcon? Yeah, I, I really, I really adored. To me, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was Lord of the Rings, and um, WandaVision was Aragon. <laughs> That's to me. That's that's that big of a difference in quality of show. Vicious. I know vicious, but I mean that's just what I thought. But you you, you guys know my thoughts on one division. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. So well, I, I'm just interested to see what your comparison for Loki is then, because I'm excited. <laughs> what what bothers me about I mean what what I thought was brilliant is when they added the line in Endgame. Uh, Hulk says it when they're trying to time travel. He when Steve is like, is this gonna work? And he it's either and goes, all a joke or none of it. None of it's a joke. But, that, but that's that's Marvel's way of saying, "Yeah, guys, Wait, we that's get what it. you're going to say." Because that's just me being me. <laughs> no, that's yeah, yeah. That's what he says. It's either all a joke. This is this whole thing's a joke, or none of it's a joke. But that's like Marvel's way of giving levity to the fact that yeah, 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 we're going through time. All the heroes going to come back. All the bad guys are dead. We understand. This is that's our line. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about time. It's a, I mean, time Sometimes travel doesn't. 
does weird. it ever work in any in any Listen, you know what the biggest power move would have been in Marvel's history? What? Is if it just would have ended. There would have been no end game. Thanos' snap and then never another Avengers oh, movie ever. Man. <laughs> oh, the man. balls of that company <laughs> just end end everything. This is the last you know, that would have been pretty sweet though. It's just that's just it. The heroes. And you'd have been like shit <laughs> yeah, i mean I'm listen, obviously i'm glad it's continued but oh yeah god damn what a power move that have been yeah, right well and that would have been better for me because my favorite movie out of that whole was was uh infinity war not endgame so sure i would have enjoyed most that. people think infinity war is probably a better movie know, just, but endgame endgame clothes tight ties it up does all. i just i i like that i don't know i like sad songs i, I, I like that solemn ass feel that movie. you wanted everybody you wanted half the world to be half the universe just, to die just that, just that whole movie. that's pretty dark even for you man well, i mean listen <laughs> it is what it is but that whole movie just feels so hopeless the whole time and just soul crushing it's I don't know. For some reason, well, what, I mean, what about what? You guys give me crap for talking about in the second Avengers movie. I wanted that massive chunk of Sokovia to hit the hit the planet and eradicate, you know, three fourths of all life. You guys give yeah. me crap, but you wanted the snap to just be successful. I didn't say I wanted it. I said it would be the greatest power move that Marvel could ever have done. Fair. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a big fan. Don't don't want me with you. What you You're want a is, terrible person. What you want is needless. I'm not a terrible needless, person. What you want is needless and worthless carnage. Thanos. Yeah. Thanos you want was, innocent people to die. Thanos was trying to help the universe. Look, I look. I said many times. I am Team Thanos. I support his uh, his plight. I want him to snap and be successful. This is ironic. Kind of, you definitely would have got snapped. <laughs> I don't think I would have been snapped. You two would have been snapped. I wouldn't have been snapped. Get out of here with that nonsense. All right, we're moving on. Jesus. Uh, you, you got that weak will to live look to you. <laughs> I don't have a weak will. Okay, we're moving on. Let's go. Let's, let's... All right, okay, okay, okay. One last question. Little last question about Falcon Winter Soldier. Rate it because it's, it, it, it's oh, not yeah, finished. That's true. It's done. I think we rated the WandaVision. I mean, I think it's. I don't want to be like it's the greatest TV show I've ever seen because it's not. But listen, this is this is a solid eight and a half, probably. Oh, I was going to say the same this, thing. Yeah. Because listen, if you if you put if you broke this down instead of being six episodes or whatever, and it was one four and a half hour movie, it's probably eight and a half. Yeah. Actually, I probably bitch about it, taking an eight because it was so long. Yeah. So <laughs> it loses half a point for because for being long. The tooth. Yeah. I just well, I just watched that. I just watched. Jack cut Jack. a lot of that out yeah, of you. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? You need to sit on that boat and drink the beers. Come on, man. The training montage. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I mean, I watched. I just watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. That, yeah, that I watched movie, it. That movie is a slog. Let me tell you. Mm. Weird. Number, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Justice League since we talked about it. You know, arguably I, I haven't. But the first time I recognized the scene was an hour into the movie. The first time I recognized when when Aquaman saves that guy on the ship and then brings him in the bar and then slams him on the table and says, "Drinks are on that guy." Hmm. So I just say that was the first scene I recognized. But I also haven't seen it for two years, so it could have been that. But I'm pretty sure that was the first. What's that story? Uh, yeah. So that's. I mean, I, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. I was, I almost, I was contemplating today giving it a nine, but I don't think it's quite a nine. But I think Falcon Winter Soldier is about as strong as Marvel gets, as far as show wise. I mean, I'm only seeing two, so we'll see what Loki does. But I'm very happy with Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, let's talk about Bad Trip. Mm. Indeed, I got Bad you. Trip. Came out March 26, 2021. We're a week or two behind. Directed by Kidal Sakuri and uh, Eric Andre, Lil Ray Howley, Tiffany Haddish, 
Michaela Conlin are the namers here. Now, see, we're going to have kind of a divide for the next 15 minutes about how... 15 minutes? We're going to have a divide for about six minutes. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about this movie anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this... What... This differs from Jackass. This is a, like a skit-based movie that is a continuous okay. story. Hang on, I want to I want to bring something up immediately, just so we're on the same page. I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I didn't like this movie, but I'm going to be hypocritical for a minute, okay? And I told this to Chris beforehand. Normally, I don't like hidden camera show stuff, but I can't be more excited for the next Jackass movie. But like this movie, where I did laugh at a few things, I thought it was horrible. Like, I'm just like, why is, why are we trying to make this into an actual movie? If it was just, hey, let's prank people with hidden camera stuff. Like, I'm more angst to watch that instead of trying to cobble off this terrible, like, seven or six, seven or eight scenes of a hidden camera show into a movie. I think, well, I think they did it because they didn't want to be jackass. I think they tried to be a little different. No, but there's nothing wrong with that. I think they do that only just because your description. I think they do that because they want to be Borat. Ooh. That's good. I didn't think about it like that. Well, I think but, that's what they're trying to do then, is because I don't know, because that, that's the reason why you do something like that, right? Because why not just make this like you know, because it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Why not just make it you know like like a, a four or five episode thing and just do the pranks? Mm, who know? knows? Yeah. No, but I mean, right. it's, it differs a little bit because in skit based shows like this, you know, Jackass or Impractical Jokers, they, I mean, not only does the skit end after it's over, but they're they're playing themselves in a skit. These guys are, I mean, they're playing, they're doing a skit, playing characters through through a whole 90 minute movie. So mm. it's, a, it's a little different. I mean, it's not a whole I mean, lot sure, movie. it doesn't make it any better. Uh, okay, so I, I, I really Jason liked this movie significantly more than I did, I feel. I, but, I mean, I'm not going to give it like, you know, a 10 or anything. No, 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 listen, no. if you give it a 10, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll turn your mic off. <laughs> so. No, 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 no. Um, uh, no, I just, I thought it was a little more endearing than just, this is a terrible movie. I well, listen, I, I don't. Let's, let's talk about it for a minute. So, this is a hidden camera movie that has uh, Eric Andre and Laurel um, and Tiffany. and Tiffany Haddish basically going from Florida. So, to Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Wait. No, it's New York. New York. Florida, New York. So, he can, like, you know, find his high school sweetheart or the girl he loved in high school. So. I mean, that's the real short version of it. And then, you know, along the way, they do, like, hidden camera stuff and pranks. And some of this camera stuff is kind of funny. Um, like, I did see, you know, an adult man uh, uh, get, have forcible sex with a gorilla. <laughs> um, and um, what else? I saw a man's nutsack, but, like, not by choice. And what I saw else? Two, two grown men's uh, penises yeah, I saw, in a, in a I Chinese saw, finger trap. said docking with a Chinese <laughs> finger trap. <laughs> Um, which normally I would laugh at extensively because I'm a terrible <laughs> person, but no. Um, but yeah, that, that's really the sh- That's what you're getting into with this movie. Just understand that there's that. So. But there's, a, there's, there's also a few things working against anything like this. And even Jackass for that matter is if, if you know, you, you can go ahead and shoot the skit and like some bystanders may very well be completely unaware of what's actually going sure. on. Well, okay. So, there's one thing. That's the most the thing I appreciate most about this movie. Did you watch all of the credits? Yeah, I did. Yes. So the entire end credits are them like showing people where the hidden cameras stuff are, and I actually appreciated that because that was some of the like the funniest stuff for me because you can tell like some of these people are like, "What in the hell is going on?" <laughs> um, 
So there's that. That's, well, that's one of my favorite parts, though. But also, if the if the person doesn't sign the release, you can't use it. Yeah, but there so, definitely are some blanked out faces in this movie, which is kind of disappointing. But why wouldn't you want to be in this? None, no, no, but, but I mean, not anyone who's like one of the main people being pranked is not a blank is not a blurred out. No, 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 no. Just I'm talking like bystanders. Yeah, but I mean, if 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 you do that and then they 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 laugh and enjoy the skit, but and then they realize, but then they don't sign the paper, you're, sure. you're, you're you can't use it. The well, they're compensated, you know, handfuls of dollars. Yeah, yeah, handfuls of dollars. But I mean, for instance, the first one of the first skits when she walks into when when uh, Haddish, she's she, she's her name is Trina walks into her her brother's work, Bud's work. Oh, he takes all the money from the. Uh, <laughs> she takes all the money from the. <laughs> The cash register. Yeah, yeah. There, there's two old women in there, and she like. Then she walks out. She goes, "I'm gonna give this to you. Just keep keep me out." And she comes back and goes, "I'll kill all you white people if you say anything." <laughs> like that's. Uh, I mean, it's just. I mean, that's what you're getting with this movie. That's exactly what you're getting, but I mean, it's funny. I I don't think no, I some of it is funny, but it, here's the thing: the jokes aren't funny. It's the absurdity of the situations are <laughs> like funny. When, when when that when that guy when that guy's wearing that vest and he's like trying to take graffiti off a wall and she just. Rolls out from underneath a like a bus that you you uh, take prisoners in. Yeah, the the correctional bus. Actually, you know the part that I actually laughed at. I know I told you guys this beforehand. When I watched a man say that he was having the worst day of his life and he wanted to die, that he's on his knees in front of a U.S. soldier at like this, um, at like a recruiter's office thing, like outside. He's like, "I'll suck your dick if you kill me right now." <laughs> and like, just that phrase in itself was just so outlandish you don't hear that so i laugh because it's dumb <laughs> but you know funny so there's that chris what, what, what what's your take i don't really think i've heard you say anything oh that's because i didn't watch this pile of garbage oh man chris killing us all right well, you know, see, i agree with him <laughs> i don't i don't think this is i don't think this is less than a five. Oh, oh, oh i'm oh. okay spoiler i'm gonna give it a five because yes oh. I can recommend it to someone, but it's definitely not more than a five. But no, listen, I've watched a lot of Eric Andre's stuff throughout my life, and like that stuff is funny. But I mean, I knew what I was getting into when I watched this movie, which is why I very much questioned why we were watching this movie because there's not a whole lot for us to talk about. Listen, the plot, no one cares. Like it doesn't matter. It's just like I said, hidden camera scene, hidden camera scene, hidden camera scene. Um, but. You know, that being said, I did laugh a little bit in it just, again, though, because of the absurd things that are happening. It wasn't <laughs> like somebody hit a home run of a joke, and I'm like, ha ha, that's funny, <laughs> you know. That's... Did, did you watch it with your wife? Yeah, she hated it. <laughs> she, didn't find, she, she didn't find one of the skits funny, like not one of them. Yeah, at first she was like, why is that guy naked? Like, which happens <laughs> too much. You know, that's actually a decent point. Like, the people that watch these movies... The demographic's got to be like eighty five percent male, right? Oh, 100%. yeah, yeah. I mean, 100%. yes. Like, women just—I I, don't—I I don't. that women like? I'm not saying women can't get comedy, but like this kind of comedy does not. No, appeal. this is the dude movie. 100%. Yeah, this is one hundred percent like a, a guy kind of funny, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the the one real actress they have in here is uh, Michaela Conlon. She's you know she's done several things. She's been twelve years on Bones. She's on Yellowstone. She's sure. She's, well, I she's mean, made her Vinny Haddish is a is a big. Yeah, well, no, that's what. But she's also part of it. I'm talking about the one not part oh, of like, sure. the. Sure. Like, yeah, you. but I mean that's. Yeah, she was on Bones for a hundred years, man. Yeah, she's she's made her chops. She's does she does okay, and like 
the scenes that she's in, I think, when, when she finally when she finally yells at them in the end, I oh, she loses her so mind. Okay, that was kind of funny because she's like, "Get out!" Just, yeah, just loses her mind. Lose her mind, and she starts like yelling so high pitch you can't understand what she's saying because she's so mad. I get that, but like it's funny to me because that's like I, she got she was the most mad she'd ever been in her life. I mean, that, that character was would have been the most angry that I've sure. ever been in her whole life. I did appreciate the end scene of that um, when they're doing the the credit scene when she comes up to the people that didn't know what was going on, and she was just like, you know, just just mess with you. She's like, "Oh my god, I thought you'd lost your mind." <laughs> so uh, I, I mean, the scene when uh, when he was dreaming and he was driving a car, but he was also dreaming about mm-hmm. you know them going out going out in New York and like having a day and like getting hot dogs yep. in a stand. Like then they were someone talks to her and then they end up beating up like a, a cripple and like a blind guy and like. I mean, Grayson thinks this is a five. <laughs> I just, it's, I'm going to say the C word. I thought it was in some parts very clever. I mean, not all parts, but I thought some of them were, were genuinely. There's funny. very little that I find clever about this. Movie. I see what you did there with the phrase C word. I got a little, little worried for you. You can say that there. word on the show. I have many times. <laughs> Mostly when we're well, talking about uh, British stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this, I don't think this movie, I don't think this movie is, is, as a whole, clever, but I think there are parts that are clever. But you say the C word at least once next show. That's what that's what I meant by C words, oh, clever. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We got an Australian guy coming. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> let's <God>. go. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so um, that's. I was wondering if there was going to be such a big divide. I mean, I. I can't oh, yeah, I'll just skip to it. Listen, this movie is like the epitome of a two. <laughs> this. I think it's a five. I don't so. care if anybody watches this. I don't care if it ever gets made again that's it's bad it's boring um there's a lot of dick in it not like in a fun sexy way that's why my wife wanted to watch this movie mm-hmm. i watched a gorilla ejaculate on a man on a man's face yeah. Yeah. Hmm. that's mean, what you're getting into with this people <laughs> stop okay fair enough but there's a big gap between a five now. and a seven there's a big gap there yeah I'm about two saying. points yeah two points worse but <laughs> Two, two analytical points is a big deal from five to seven, but that's I didn't hate this movie as much as you did, but really, uh, it's doing very well for Netflix. Uh, many people are still watching it. Uh, I don't, I would never watch this again, but like because the the, the comedy wouldn't be funny to me. As who do you time. recommend this movie to? If I recommend it to anyone who wants to just watch something absurd, if you're looking for something absurd, this is right. I mean, Chris mentioned it earlier it's Borat. It's absurd yeah, I'm just Borat. recommend Borat. Well, but there's only two Borat movies. If they want more than that, then there's bad trip. Christ, I hope there's no more than one of these movies. I mean, it's doing well enough that there very well might be. <laughs> Just watch Eric Andre's stuff. Or little, little Ray Howley. He's, he's always funny. Little All right, Ray let's Ray talk Ray. about Boss Level. Boss Level, baby. All right. Boss Level. Let me get into the particulars. Boss Level. is a Hulu exclusive. Hulu exclusive. It's a Hulu original, March fifth, twenty twenty one. So we're a little behind on that one. Joe Carnahan, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is a is a Hulu um, exclusive or a Hulu original? Sorry, Hulu original. Okay, so it was made by Hulu. Okay, gotcha. I mean, is there a difference in the two? Yes, one is exclusive. Well, exclusive means they have distribution rights. Yeah, original. Well, fair, but I mean, I met made this was a Hulu venture. I got you. Okay. So, I was just uh, interested in that. Thank you. I don't know. He wasn't trying to make fun of you. He was just trying to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I know 
I said the two things, but in my mind, when we're, when we're talking about on this show, to me, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's we, we, we tend to talk about things that are exclusive to that streaming service and that streaming service only forever. So, which a Netflix original movie and Amazon. <laughs> yes, thank you. Forever. Stan Lot, thank you. All right. Boss yeah. level. Frank Grillo for a while. <laughs> Frank Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts, uh, Annabelle Wallace, which has such a small role, I'm surprised she's even in it. Yeah, right. She's she's a huge name, and she's not. She's in it for like 45 seconds. Hey, gotta make money. I mean, I'm sure the, I'm sure her paycheck was you know sub, substantial, but Ken Jeong is actually in it as Chef Jake, which is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. So let's talk about this one, Roger. Take uh, take thirty seconds and sum this one up for us. All right. So this basically is a video game um, where a guy is resetting the level over and over again, but the level just happens to be his life. He's stuck in a time loop, much like the other Hulu original we spoke of very recently, very fondly, Palm Springs. Which that just has to be a coincidence, right? Right. Um, but he knows that he's running his stuff up and over again. It's not a not a surprise. Um, he's got it so far down to the mass amount of people trying to kill him. And eventually, you know, he finds out why he's in a time loop and, you know, things correct itself. And there's ultraviolence, appreciative ultraviolence. Yeah, I mean, but it's it kind of comes with the territory, though. Chris timed me for 30 seconds. I went 30.63 seconds. Not bad. Not What's bad up? Good for you, Chris. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, okay, so... I'm going to go ahead and start us off by saying we're doing the way we're kind of going into this. I didn't really know what to expect. I love the cast. Uh, I, I, I knew the premise. We've seen the trailer. We've talked about the trailer. But I wasn't quite sure anything else. But I came out of it. I love this movie. I thought it was very, very well done. It's fun. It's it is. Fun. But, like, but fun has to matter sometimes. Sure. No. I, I Listen, <laughs> this movie ain't going to win no Oscars. But you'll watch it. If you like a movie like Nobody or John Wick with a little bit of comedy, a little bit more overblown violence, this movie is exactly what you think it is. This I movie. think so too. I know we I know we talk about Palm Springs a lot here, but I think the reason why Palm Springs works the way it does is that one of the reasons why this one has a, a big positive in its book. This movie knows what it is. Self-aware. Yeah, it's very self-aware of the kind of movie it is. It has fun with it. There's a lot of, you know... There's a lot of tropes here that that are kind of you know not do, not done in a irony way, but in a huh. So that's how you're going to handle this thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was appreciated, and I appreciated like what they did with it. So it, for that reason, I had fun with this. Well, let's, let's start off talking about the let's start talking about the narration. Uh, yeah, I think, of right. course, the the narration is is a plus in this movie. It's not narration sure. I mean, always isn't isn't always. I don't think you know necessary. I think some movies just do it because they can. But some of the best parts of this movie are parts of the narration to me um like the part one of the things where he's as he relives his morning each time like beating up this same guy that tries to hit him in the face with a machete right as soon as he wakes up you know by the time when when he gets all the way to the end where he realizes like what he's got to do when he's like sipping his coffee as he's like dodging left and dodging right and like looking off like off camera like very like forlorn like oh that's what I have to do. And like, he looks back at the guy and like ducks again. Like I, I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like I love things like that. Well, but, but you do that in a, in a game. If you're trying to do kind of a speed run or you've, you've already messed up the level, you just die on purpose and go back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's well, exactly I mean, he didn't hesitate about resetting his own level yep. there either. Several times. Yep. One of the, one of the narrations I thought was hilarious was he, he, the first time he gets stabbed with a sword and he, he, he goes, here's the thing about swords. 
they hurt. And I thought, <laughs> it's like, un, un, until, and then it shows, I, th- I would have thought swords would have hurt the most. And then, then it shows a clip where he gets shot in the nuts. Oh, yeah. When he <laughs> rolls by on the motorcycle yeah. and shoots him directly in the balls. And you're just like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He, 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 he's like, turns out it doesn't hurt as much as that, but it still hurts. When it, well, I love when it resets it. It says, like, attempt. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we start on what, attempt, like, 67 or something. Well, we, we start an attempt, like, I think 60, in the 60s, but then we go back for a little while. You go back, and then you go way forward. And... Which, which to be honest, I appreciated kind of getting that playback instead of, and starting with it already going on, because in in most of the other movies, including the one that we tout, Palm Springs, you actually get to see it play out, you know, in, in its natural course, too, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, oh, okay. They kind of, you know, start in the middle of it, kind of dump you into this thing and then go this is what's happening or like when he misses the truck bounces off the front and gets run over (laughs) (laughs) that was good i struggled hard on that he goes i realized the timing on this one relatively quickly it shows him bounce off the roof of the truck (laughs) (laughs) or the part where he's he's talking to the camera and he's like Shit! Did I miss the bus? Miss the bus? <laughs> and he slides and this explodes out the windshield. I love when he's, oh, he's carjacking. Like god, god damn it! I love when he's carjacking the guy and he's yelling the same thing the guy's yelling. This at man him. is carjacking me. <laughs> it's good. It's just yeah. I mean, there. I, I use this word a lot, clever. But I mean, this movie also it's it's very cleverly written in the way that. It, a lot of things come into play that you wouldn't think would normally come into play, but because I like the cleverness for this of the you know you're talking about the human side of this for a minute when he gets to connect with his son. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's over again. Like I appreciated that. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, yeah. because here's the thing I like about that is Frank Grillo is not a small dude. I mean, he's built and he's oh, yeah. a big. Dude. He, but he has he, many this abdominal is the, muscles. This is the biggest <laughs> I've seen this man. Right? He has, he has all the abdominal muscles, all of them. <laughs> Listen, Frank Grove for Wolverine. I'm down. That's (laughs) not a bad choice, actually. He's already in the MCU, though, as a dead guy. So, oh shit, yeah, it can't happen. That's not the first time Marvel's recasted somebody, brought brought him in as somebody else. Um, But yeah, Uh, also, I really appreciate the scene with um, with the uh, the the Chinese swordmaster, the woman. Yeah, um, where he's just like, I have no training. I have some marginal training. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not a beginner. I have some training looking to advance yeah. myself. I've sur- I have advanced training. I've surpassed my, my previous match. I love what he says because he, he, she's like, I only have a day. And he's like, I think that'll be enough. Yeah. Because he keeps living the same day over and over again. So it's actually. I, really I love cool. when he takes the sword knowledge, walks right in, and just beats the shit out of the woman oh, with yeah. a sword. Yep. Yon Yon Gone or whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Like, and I have done this. Yep. (laughs) Or when he sticks the the sword in the forehead. Oh, uh, the guy. (laughs) Listen, they they were over, like, zealous with the whole him staggering around and spinning around, but it was hilarious the entire time. Well, because, I mean, we don't care because we hate that guy, and you want to see him An oversized unicorn? Yeah. A 400-pound unicorn. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) 400-pound unicorn. I know. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, see, here's my thing with boss level. Just to take a little aside for a second. Is this is the kind of movie that we wouldn't, if the pandemic never happened, we would never have checked out boss level. We probably would have never checked out Palm Springs. We probably would have never checked out a ton of the gems that we found. Sure. And I love boss level. I think boss level is a very fun movie. It's serviceable. It works. It's, I mean, when you take the idea and 
you'd think going into this. I think this movie is much better than it, you'd actually think the going into it. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah, probably. It has potential the second it starts, but yeah, like watching the trailer, it, you know, it could be really good or really bad. Well, and I mean, Rod, you you mentioned you kind of you love the the emotional the closeness with the son over and over again. Sure. Like how he's talking to Sun. Sun's like, actually, you know, I like Street Fighter. He's like, Street Fighter? I know Street Fighter. And like, he's like walking, you know, he's several feet taller than him, but he might as well be the same height as the kid, you know, his buddy from school. Sure. That's kind of what I love. And then, of course, you know, witnessing the end of the world with his son over and over again. I mean, that's the wrench in the thing is, you know, when when, when he finally makes it to the end of the level, he realizes he's forgotten something at the beginning of the level. These bastards had this little kid killed though. You know what I mean? Like, over and over again. Damn. That's tough. Yeah. Um, I love the Naomi Watts character. I, I mean, especially in the end when, you know, I love, I mean, I just, I think it, these are so many elements that mesh together so well in boss level that it just, it's one of those movies that just, even on the most basic level, it just works. And there's, is there anything wrong with a movie that might not win Oscars, but it's fun and it works? No, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I it don't at think all. so. I mean, this is this is not nearly a John Wick, but I mean, it's it's also not far from it. Some of the gunplay is very. It's good, decent. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. Yeah. They they spent some time working on the fight scenes yeah. in this movie, and I appreciate that too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if that's what your movie's going to be <laughs> mainly have in it. You know, you know great. why I did what I just thought about made me chuckle to myself was when he's pulling his teeth out. And he pulls out the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> and he has to go back in and pull out the right one. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just like, is this? He's like, no, it looks fine. He's like, ah. Oh. And he just clunks out the other one. Yeah. So, It yeah. is very clever. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, there's several elements of play. I mean, Mel Gibson, I thought, was maybe a little wasted, but he was a great villain. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, he was fine. Well, so I, I kind of like him as, as, as the quote unquote the main villain. His beard is strong. Oh, it, well, it, it is it's power, yeah, right? It is power. <laughs> I love you your fascination with beard. It's great. But, oh, yeah, we're beard people. Yeah, right. Oh, you gotta nice. appreciate, you know. But like uh well saying, I think he's a good like main villain for this because the villain here isn't ex- isn't exactly Mel Gibson's character. It's the loop. And that's what kind of these, sure. these movies do. And this one does it really well. It's like figuring out the, the the puzzle of the loop of how to fix everything. That's kind of you know like the main adversary, and these are everyone else is an obstacle in the way. Work and, the problem. Well, and like and what starts out as you know is this guy's my target. How do I stop this guy? He does that. It changes but completely, then it, but then yep. it changes again. So it, it kind of it shows, doesn't solve the problem. It kind of shows that you know that, that this guy isn't the issue. It's 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 the events that you have to stop and here and you have the tools to do so, which is a different like it, which is a nice take on it. Because yeah, the goal is getting out of the loop, and that's not what the goal is here. The goal is using the loop to fix you know yes. the, the end of the world, solve the problem. Yeah. I mean, do you violence. think do you think this movie's do you, do you think this movie's name was always Boss Level or was it? See, I mean, I I was kind of thinking, I, yeah, maybe because they definitely make some video game like yeah. references. Well, the, like, the dude, when he when he walks through like the end and he's got the chain gun or the the mini the gun, gun, yeah, yeah. I'm just like he's got all the cheats unlocked. Yeah, he's I was like, he's this. good, he's ready to go. He's good. He's God mode, yep. walking through downtown GTA, just lighting a place on fire, <laughs> and that's. I'm okay well, with that. This movie starts with the video game. You get you see the words attempt, mm-hmm. and it's in that this is that video game yep. style. You know, like you know, writing. The this game font. begins that way, so I, I think it's very aware of where it starts and where it wants to end. Yeah. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. It does have a, an unusually powerful ending, though. An unusually emotional ending. The ending is my big problem with this movie, actually. Well, okay, well, Why this is, is interesting. Tell me. Why, I didn't Why is that? Either. Because the movie just kind of ends. And I know, and I know, I know we get some, you know, some resolution, you know, fi- figuring out the puzzle, so to speak, and everything. But, like, the movie just stops. Hmm. And I think that for a movie like this... I think there. I think you end one of two ways. You either end with a with a big climactic because, like, okay, so you know he has to do it one more time and he can't mess up this time. Yep. Don't you want to? Don't you kind of want to see that struggle where it almost happens? I I know what you're saying. I, I'm okay with it not though because I'm like, if he dies, like he had his chances to get it right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And but, I'm okay. I'm, I'm just I'm okay with that. Anyway. I got gotcha. you. The flip side of that is that you know. Is that you see the the resolution and everything happen and, and like and like it all kind of like you know come together and you see that. Whereas like this one, it just stops. You get this cool ass build up, all these things you figure out. This movie is very high energy, and then instead of it ending on high energy, it kind of gives you this softer moment and then ends. I think this movie needed to go out on a on a bigger moment. I feel anyway. Well, okay. Well, let, let me ask you uh, the uh, question that's going to extend what you're saying. Do you? I mean, what the movie is telling you is he's gonna he succeeds. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think it tells you that. I think the movie is telling you to succeed. The no, the movie sets it that everything's in line for him to succeed. Yeah, but all it takes is one thing. The movie tell the movie tells you and shows you that he has all the tools now. He has all the all the knowledge, the repetitions, all of it. He's just got to do it. One more time. Perfect. I think you're wrong about. I think you're wrong about that. I mean, just generally. I mean, I think it, when the movie ends, I completely walked away from. All right, he's gonna perfect run this this, this level, and he's gonna win. The, he's gonna get his wife. He's gonna get his, his woman back and save his son. Well, he doesn't have to have a perfect run to get all those things done. True, but you have no idea if he completes this level or not. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm just, I'm saying I walked away from the fact I thought he did. I don't have a so. problem with the ambiguity. I just have a problem with the way they they hit it. Well, like, to, it's, well it's, to me, there is no ambiguity. None. So I mean, This movie ends that. completely ambiguous. The movie doesn't you do show not you see him finish. It ends completely ambiguous. Which is, which is the <laughs> definition of that. That's not... You, you can't just... No. If, if a romantic yeah, comedy... If, if a romantic comedy ends with... If a romantic comedy or a romantic movie ends with the girl looking at the guy with a smile on her face and he's just across the street and she's just about to walk over but it cuts to black, that's what she's going to do is walk over and reconnect with him. Period. I do know that. That's or right. she can walk across the street and God be like, "Get away from me, you crazy whore!" <laughs> That's not gonna happen. You've been like, stalking me for eleven I, years. I, I think you're wrong home. about this because leave when, me. Get away from me and my family. I, I think, I mean, <laughs> the last thing we see is he wakes up, smiles, cut to black. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah to me, and he says, saying, "You have to do it one more. I have to do it one more time." Yeah. No, 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 to me, there's, there's no ambiguity here at all. Well, no, don't get me wrong. Once again, we know he has all the tools and he's capable, but you don't you don't see it happen, which means it's left you know left to to, to chance that it could that could not happen. I hate uh, this crap. Well, you didn't see him die, so he didn't die. That's those true. are those are your rules. <laughs> no, no, I'm just true. I'm saying that's what people say about what every every famous show ever is. Well, you didn't see Glenn die with a zombie, so maybe well, because, he didn't. Because Glenn comes back. Only, I think that was a I think that was a course correction though. I mean, You're using a true statement. <laughs> but that that was a course correction on their part because of the outcry. 
Let's no, no, he doesn't die because they wanted to do it big for the for, for that for that finale and that startup. I, well, I'm fine, but sure. I mean, I don't. I mean, inferred in movies is inferred. I mean, less is more in films. We can Always debate this all more. you want. Son. Sure. Well, you guys yeah. talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> all right, fine. I mean, if that's how you, I mean, I just I choose to see it as no ambiguity. But I mean, that's the only way this movie, the ending of this movie works is if because otherwise there's no. The movie doesn't. The, you know what I'm trying to say is why the build up. To to, okay, I get you, I get you, but but the movie doesn't have to end the way you think it does for for you know for it to end. You know what I mean? Again, the movie doesn't show you him completing this. It it shows him doing ninety nine percent of the job. You don't see the last percent. You don't see that last run. So it's I, fair I to say. I don't think you need to, though. I it's mean, it's fair to say that there's a chance that he doesn't get it done, which means that that there's ambiguity. Mm, just by uh, just by how that works. Listen, we're all rooting for him. We all think he get. We all think he gets it. We all know know he can because they show you that. But that doesn't mean that. But he might does. end up with a sword stuck in his forehead. Yeah. Now I did want to say on your your guys's comments actually brought it to the front of my mind. He says that getting stabbed with the sword really hurts. Yeah. And then he says that nothing would be worse than he gets shot in the nuts, right? Yeah. The last time you see the big the big dude die, what happens to him? He shot him in the nuts. No, he gets stabbed with the sword in the oh, nuts. Stabbed in the nuts, yeah. yeah. He gets the he gets the worst possible death. Hmm. Which I think is which I thought was hilarious. And, and then, then he, he just shoots Mel and then just way. he just shoots Mel six times. Which is fine. <laughs> just unload a clip. <laughs> I enjoyed that he just kept on going back to shooting Mel. I, sure. I, I, I love one of my favorite moments in that because when he gets to the top of the elevator and then he's surrounded by guys and he realized he's failed this is this attempt. He he puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger and uh, the big guy's like, "Well, that's different." Like, <laughs> I didn't expect him to do that. Gets to the top of the because like they don't relive the day he does. No, they like, have no idea what's going yeah, on. I actually, like, you know, one thing that I liked a lot too is when he's in the car. And he's gonna blow into the facility, and he just hits that wall head on, yep. and it just funk. It's like, oh, that didn't work. shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah okay. is as much as part of this movie is him succeeding. Well, I'm okay with that. Boss Love, I think, is a perfectly great. I mean, not great. Perfectly, it's a great movie to watch if you're trying to kill time, or you it's just a want fun movie. Movie. This is a good it's movie a you can movie. turn on. And just leave on at like you know somebody's around doing something else, and you could peek at this, see some violence, and go, "What the hell's happening in this movie?" It's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That guy got shot in the yeah. nuts. Or, or, right, Chris, Chris I got I got one question for you, Chris. Okay, yeah. I I haven't I have the exact same thing you're at, and don't say it's not the same thing because sure it is. The end of Interstellar, when he hasn't uh, seen it, I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness, Roger, you're not I'll give you that answer. It's not the same. It is the um, same. What the hell do you mean it's not the same? She's talking about someone who's stranded and marooned and he should go to her. And then you assume that's what he does. You assume? Damn you it. You guys he are, could die on re-entry. You don't know. You so, no, no. I, can do this for, I can do this for days, man. We're not playing this game. We're not playing die upon re-entry. He's the one that docked the spinning space station. No way. Oh, my goodness. No, I, I think you guys are wrong about that, but mm-hmm. I'll let that one go. Charles could go crazy and kill him. Uh. <laughs> Get out. Right, let's move to score boss level. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Right. I think this movie's like a six. Um, it's definitely watchable. I'll recommend it to some people. It's not going to be for everybody. I'm not going to you know, delude myself. It's not an Oscar winner. It never will be. Um, but you want 90 minutes of fun? 
I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, check it out. This, so for me, this, this is a straight five. You know, I I, I appreciated it when it was fun. I kind of rolled my eyes at some at some stuff. There but, is some eye rolling there, in it. There is the ending. The ending hurts for me, but you know, it, it's a fun enough movie with some fun characters, and I don't know. I laughed a lot in this movie. I laughed a lot more at this movie than I do at some of the comedies we try to watch. So that that was good. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a six. I mean, this is to me this is. The perfect six movie. Uh, it's it's fun. It flows well. Uh, I mean, it's it's campy. It's you know at, at times very tongue in cheek, but it's also very aware. You know, he addresses the camera several times, and I'm fine with it. It's just it's one of those movies that I think all the elements come together to make a very enjoyable experience. So I think a six is where it sits. All right, all right, gentlemen. Now we have the Oscars to attend to. Uh, all right, this has been episode. 223 of for Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment to rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am Grayson Maxwell One. I am Matt Rogers Doing. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook for the Love of Cinema there. Check us out on YouTube as well. And Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. Next week, we're taking a look at Mortal Kombat. And I want you to sing that to the entire show next week. <laughs> I will do a full rendition next to start the show next week. All right, I won't say a word until the song is like four minutes done. All right, all right, okay, fine. And Stowaway from Netflix. You guys ready for a fun night of Oscars? Yeah. I mean, these people look like some of them don't want to be here. So bad. <laughs>